Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're just here today to remind the people that we're starting an after-school program in October at Neely United Methodist Church for our children. And on Thursday evenings from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m., we'll have a children's Bible study where they can learn the Word of God to help them while they walk on campus and go through their school year this year. But there's a word for us from Genesis to 16th chapter to help somebody who feels like they're statistic, feels like they have lost their goal, and to somebody who feels like they never thought they would be in this position, divorced, a single parent, jobless, homeless, addicted, feel like now that God has turned his back on you. You have a sickness that reoccurs itself every once in a while. Well, I'm here today to tell you, God gave us a message in the Bible in Genesis, the 16th chapter, to let us know how do you deal when life takes you to a place you never thought you would go. You never thought you would be like this. You never thought you'd be in this predicament. You thought life was going to be different for your family. You thought the generational curse would be changed by now. But now you've fallen victim. But I'm here today to tell you to do what the Bible says. In Genesis, the 16th chapter, we hear about a man by the name of Abram and Sarah. This couple was blessed by God and God promised them a child. Abram was 80 years old and Sarah was 70 years old. And God told them that they would have a child and they called his name Isaac and he would be the promised child and every family would be blessed by Abram's generation. Everyone who blessed them would be blessed. Everyone who cursed them would be cursed. And the Bible tells us that after 10 years of waiting on God to send his promise, Sarah came up with the idea and say, Abram, take my handmaid, her slave, and have a relationship with her and get her pregnant and we'll adopt a child as for ourselves and have your way with her. See, we get in trouble. We try to recreate the plan of God in our lives. We get in trouble when we try to help God out. When God didn't need your help, he has everything under control. But we find ourselves, while we're waiting on God, giving up on God. Proverbs, the 13th chapter, 12th verse tells us, uh, hope deferred make it the heart sick. But when the desire coming is like a tree of life. See, while we're waiting on God, the hope that we have waiting on him sometimes gets sick and it gets weak. But if we 
receive the desire, then it seems like the tree of life is coming to our heart all over again. So our hearts are going to get sick sometime when we're waiting on God to change something in our life. But I'm here today to tell you, don't give up on God because he has not given up on you. And when Sarah gave her handmaid over to Abram, her name was Hagar, and she became pregnant. And when she became pregnant, she began to chastise her master, Sarah, who was in charge of her because she couldn't get pregnant. And she, she thought that since she was pregnant now that everything that Abram had belonged to her. And I'm pretty sure there were some issues in that house that, that, that uh, just, just couldn't uh, work out. And so uh, Sarah went back to her husband and said, you got to do something with this woman. Hey guys, she, she's making fun of me now because she's pregnant for your, for you. And she, Think she has the seed, and the Bible says that Abram told her to, to deal with her like you want to. And when she dealt with her, I don't know what happened. Maybe she chastised her or whipped her or something. I don't know what happened, how she was punished. But the Bible says he she dealt with her severely. And so Hagar, who was innocent in this whole matter, she took off running into the wilderness. And she journeyed about a hundred miles out into the desert. And now she's about a hundred miles out in the desert and she gets tired and she stops by a fountain. A fountain out in the middle of the desert. She had not come up with the plan to get pregnant. She had no desire to get pregnant from Abram. She was trying to do the right thing because Abram was the man of God. She was trying to please the one that's in control of her. She was trying to do the right thing. But now she's pregnant. She's been beaten. She's in the wilderness a hundred miles from her home. And while she's at the fountain, the angel of the Lord shows up. See, sometimes we get to the point where we have nowhere else to turn and we have no other help in our life. And that's when God has us right where he wants us. Oh, God could have sent the angel of God when Noah built the boat. He could have sent the angel of God when uh, he first encountered Abram. And he could have sent the angel of God during the time of Adam. But the first time we see the mention of the angel of God is with a slave girl named Haggai who's down on her luck, sitting by a fountain, a hundred miles from home, pregnant, with nowhere to go, and the angel of the Lord shows up. Many people call this the pre-incarnation of Jesus Christ, the angel of the Lord. We only see him a few times in the Old Testament, the angel of the Lord mentioned. But the first time is with a lady that is pregnant, not with the ones you would think, Moses and all those. But the first one is with Hagar. And the angel reassures her and tells us, tells her, where are you going? Why are you running? Go back 
to your home. And when you go back, submit yourself. Because I have everything that you need. I'm going to make your son a great nation. I'm going to use him to be in charge of his brethren. They may hate him, but he is still going to walk tall. I'm going to take care of you, you and your son, Haggai. But go back to your mistress. Go back and work and submit yourself and do God's will. And I want you to call his name Ishmael, meaning that God heareth thee. God heareth thee. And she said, I'm going to name this place. And she's the first person in the Bible to name God. And she calls him by Berleroy. Elroy means God seeth thee. So not only does God hear thee, but God sees thee in your situation. Oh, Haggai was in the back part of the desert, sitting by a fountain, pregnant, nowhere to go, no husband in her life. Situation was bad. She, it wasn't her fault. She was listening to the one that was in charge of her. She was following a man that she thought was the man of God. She was trying to do God's will, but uh, she, she's now in a situation where she's a statistic. She never thought she would be in this position. She was young and vibrant, but now she's bound by her future. And God sent an angel of the Lord to meet her by that fountain. Somebody is by a fountain right now. You got some things going on in your life. You don't know which way to turn. Somebody is walking out in the wilderness trying to run from their family, run from their, their life, run from their past. You're a hundred miles away. But I hear God saying, where you going? Where are you running to? What are you doing? Go back. Because I am with you. I see you. And I hear you. And she called her name Ishmael. His her son's name Ishmael, meaning God heareth thee. So she went back to her home, and she had her child named Ishmael, and God kept his promise. What do we learn from this story? When situations come up that you have no control over. Get back in the story. The story of salvation. She went back to the story that God was doing in her life. Don't run from God. Don't give up on God. Don't run from the problem. Don't go sit by the fountain. Get back in the story. Let God lead you and guide you. Don't give up on life. Keep working. Keep praying. Keep trusting. Because she talked to the angel of God. And he reassured her that he sees her and he hears her. And when you're crying at night, when you feel depressed, 
I want you to know that God hears you and God sees you. But all you have to do is just keep doing what God told you to do. For in the Bible in Joshua 1 and 9, it says, Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God will not leave you nor forsake you. So if you by the fountain in the middle of the wilderness, if you on the run, trying to run away from your life, situations may get tough. You never thought you'd be in this position. Alcohol has made you an addict. Drugs has gotten your attention where you can't function in life. Sin is all around you. Every day it tries to pull you in some sexual sin, some desire of the flesh, and you can't break free. But I'm here today to tell you, get back in the story. The story was a story of salvation. God had a plan for her, and we all know he had a plan for, plan for Abram. And he changed his name to Abraham, meaning father of many. And Jesus Christ came from his lineage. So get back in the story. Don't give up on God. I'm going to say a prayer today to, for somebody who may not know Jesus. And you're out there in the wilderness sitting by the fountain. But I hear God saying, I see you and I hear you. But you need to give your life to Christ. So I'm going to say a prayer today. If you believe by faith, I want you to say this prayer with me. Do you repent of your sins first? If you do, that means you have to turn to God and follow him. But tell God, I repent of everything I did knowing and unknowing. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that he gave the Lord's Supper and the next day went to the cross of Calvary and died on my behalf. I believe that he is the Son of God. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. And create in me a clean heart. And let me be part of the holy family of God. So I can live forever in your presence. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 We love you at Neely. We're praying for you. And remember, keep a smile on your face. For that smile may be blessing somebody along the way.